Hello. Hello again. Um, right, we're, we're trying something a little different because we're sitting in a bar and we've still got beer, so we thought we might as well. Um, normally what we do is we go and see a film in the cinema, come straight out, sit down, we talk about it in the lobby of the cinema, hence Lobbycast. That's his idea. Very good name. <laughs> and then we realise that occasionally we see films not necessarily together or in a cinema or... So we wanted to do something a bit different, a little bit, and so what do we call it? What do we call it? Mm, Lobbycast Extra. <laughs> we had a quick meeting and I won. Um, and when he says meeting, he means he decided. That was Which I'm fine with. because That, that was no, a meeting. Yeah, but there are certain rules that don't apply, so we're not going to give ourselves a time limit, and it's not just going to be one film, and we haven't seen it today. So basically, um, Khan and I actually have individual lives, believe it or not. I know, it's rare, isn't it? Who knew? And we do different things. So I was very, very fortunate, I think, because I don't think it's going to play for very long, but I saw I the, the Handmaiden... Um, which I'm happy to speak about, and, and it's a it's an interesting film to speak about. The first thing I want to say is that I went to, to see it with a friend of mine, a female friend of mine. Was this another um, your female friend? No, no, she's a she's a good friend from work, and okay. we were the <laughs> only people in the cinema. Oh, that's brilliant! I it was it a happens. very sh- late showing, and how do I put this best? It's quite a raunchy film. <laughs> So it was understandably awkward for both of us. So basically, you basically you went to watch a late night porn film. <laughs> it's not quite a porn, but what, I want, what do I want to say about the film? The film has, has, oh, has not quite. received fantastic reviews, and and I completely get why. It's a it's a film shot in three parts, and it is essentially without giving anything away, and that's difficult because it's quite a convoluted plot. And, not, and what I mean by convoluted, that's not the right way. It's like. You know those Russian dolls where you have like a little doll and yeah. a larger The film is like that. So it's a story packed into a story packed into a story, which is fantastic. So basically, it's like the Trump administration's connection to Russia. <laughs> we're getting political now. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is a film shot, can Oh, yeah. Down. Sorry, I forgot. As you were. I can't say that on the radio, you see, so I'll just say to chuck it yeah. in. Brilliant. I love it. Um, so... First of all, the first thing I want to talk about is the cinematography. It's, it's very, very widescreen. Uh, it again. I'm always going on about the lighting, and I just have uh, when when we did our review just now. But but the lighting in this film again is fantastic, and it and it it is used in a way to distinguish scenes that are dramatic, as in negatively dramatic, and between films that are uh, between scenes that are lighthearted and and fun and and, and quirky. And and the actresses. By the way, this is a film uh, that that is uh, subtitled. Uh, in English, and it is uh, filmed in Japanese and Korean. I speak neither of those languages. I barely speak English or German. Sorry, um, but yeah, I could read the subtitles, and I didn't necessarily find that distracting. I think a lot of people are turned off by by subtitle films because they find them distracting. I didn't. I didn't find that. I actually like subtitle films. So I do I. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. I'm a fan. Nothing actually. else. It means you get to see a film more than once. And I think. I think I would actually see. And I, I'll preempt this. I will actually see this film again. Um, With another female friend. Oh God, that was <laughs> awkward. Uh, she. She has a great sense of humor, however. So it was. It was all good. And um, the one thing as well that's interesting. There is another version of The Handmaiden, which is the director's cut. And from what I understand, it has 23 minutes or 27 minutes that he had to cut out to make it an 18. What? Which is interesting. Sorry, sorry. Um, he had to cut stuff out. 
to, to make, make it, it an 18. 18. Yeah, other than X-rated. Yeah. How else was so. going on in this? Oh film? well. So what basically what the the is synopsis there a plot? for every, there is a there is a plot and it's a it's a really really good plot and as I said it's like the Russian doll, um. But I'm I'm trying to not give anything away. Eventually you 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 it's the story of a a young uh, female going into the household of a, of a book lover of a of a sort of a person that collects really really rare books uh, she goes into that house as a handmaiden and she's the handmaiden to his uh, I think it's his niece or something but there's also a little bit of a, a strange relationship going on between her niece and, and, and the uncle and again I'm going back to the light the lighting is, 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 is used in a way of describing the mood of the film at times and see my concern there is you often get people saying oh it looked fantastic mm. I don't know like say only God forgives or Kong Skull Island. Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Where people say it looks amazing, but that's because there's not a lot else going on. And I well, say it's, that as it's someone interesting, and, and, I, and I'm going to get to that. I think who I think, loves yeah, only the, God forgives. The it, I think this film is a this like Ghost in the Shell. I think this is a film that very much lives or wouldn't work if the cinematography wasn't as great as it was. And there was there was a lot of talk about The, the Handmaiden, uh, I think, being based on a story, if I'm not mistaken, that takes place in rural England. And because they transcribed it to take place in, in, in what is just can just be described as a gorgeous you setting. You know people in, never have sex in rural England. Exactly. That's exactly. never happened. And they have a lot of sex in they this They can't film. be based in rural England. And, 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 and they transcribe it into Korea, and it, and it works because, or, or into Japan, I don't actually, I should have paid more attention to, to the location, but it works almost because... almost like there was something else going on that distracted you a that lot. That definitely was. <laughs> um, and, and, it, and it works because the, the buildings and the settings and the, and the landscapes and the gardening and the plants around there, that's just very, very... Beautiful. Now it has a little bit of a of a Wes Anderson. If anybody else saw this film and also thinks that it's got a little bit of the shooting of, you know, when when he has like a close up of somebody's face and yes. then the camera very swiftly zooms out, but the yeah. ca- person doesn't move. It's got a few of those shots in it, which make it very great. The 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 ha- the, the actress that plays the handmaiden is phenomenal. She's hilarious, even though this is not a comedy. This is not a funny film. But there's a few I'm scenes. No one else has seen this. Probably no one. No, no one that listens to this show anyway. But I absolutely recommend the film. It's very, 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 very good. The the, 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 the show we call them raunchy scenes are shot very respectfully. They're, they're, they're shot very, very... There's a lot of... The, the sound places, uh, I think, plays a very important role. There's a, Do they sound raunchy? No, it's, there's, a, there's this one scene where she's, where, uh, she's in there. So the, 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 the lady of the house takes a bath and the handmaiden... Uh, sits there obviously because uh, they, uh, she needs to wash her hair and stuff and and, and the, the lady says that she keeps cutting her tongue on, on one of her teeth and she takes a little one of those things you use for sawing to put on your thumb and she sort of grinds down the teeth for her and that scene is even though it's not it's not raunchy. You don't see anything. Are on you the suggesting screen? that the grinding of teeth is in some way an erotic in, erotic moment? Watch cinematically. the film. Watch the film. And we'll have this conversation I, again did, because I, it I'm is. I'm not sure I'd be allowed to be. It's. Uh, let me say, I was glad I have it was. Delicate sensibilities. I I, had, I've had a sheltered upbringing. I think I was blushing very. So I was glad that it was dark in the cinema because I was blushing very. I've badly never seen a naked scene. woman. I, I, I'm not sure I'm prepared for this. 
So after that, please, please, please go and see The Handmaiden. And, and if you can, go to our Facebook page and let us know what you think because we, we love feedback. We've had a good a good lot of feedback on, on the main show on, on, on Lobbycast. I, I, so I like the channel is that. I only like feedback if you agree with me. <laughs> you can, you're very welcome to disagree with me. Um, and please, please disagree with yes, Khan. I don't welcome other opinions. The fallout. Other opinions are available, but I don't care about them. So, um, Khan, you so, saw, so, so you saw me Kong. Just, so, no? just, just, okay. just to recap, so we're doing this about other films we've seen, yeah. and you saw a film that moved you and you found cinematically pleasing yeah. and visually stunning. Beautiful, yeah. Um, and I went on it purely on recommendation. I went to see it. I would have never heard about the film otherwise. And I got to see Kong <laughs> Skull Island. Where yeah. do you begin? Where do you begin? Because well, you know, you've seen this, haven't you? I have. And, yeah. I, and I'll tell you what, what was hilarious was the text <laughs> there conversation. Was there was nothing no, hilarious about No, the text conversation you and I had after that film. <laughs> were we really spitting beer everywhere? Sorry, where yes, we, I was. <laughs> where we rechristened the film. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. What yes. was it? Was it Jur- Jurassic? No, I can't remember. What it was Apocalypse Park. <laughs> Jurassic Now. Yeah, Jurassic Now or Apocalypse Park. That's what we came up with. Or Good Good Morning Jurassic Park was the first one. Basically, for those of you who've been lucky enough not to experience this film yet, it's where Peter Jackson basically lovingly remade King Kong. Oh, no, he made King Kong. Yeah, don't even go to Godzilla (laughs) because no one's managed to do that justice yet. Um, Where Peter Jackson just basically remade the original King Kong lovingly and recreated it. And while it was terrible, there were some good performances in it. And I've seen a review Never somewhere. Have seen that, you know? Have you not? No, it's oh, Jack Black. Is it Jack yeah, Black? Yeah, and I, I saw a thing say that's Jack Black's finest performance. But that's kind of like saying that's the best shit in the room. Better than School of Rock? Never. Well, Never. He actually acts in Kong oh, okay. rather well, than just playing Jack Black. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Naomi Harris, to be fair, is beautiful and mesmerising in it. And it is. It just kind of loses the run of itself when dinosaurs start running at you. Then... Oh, sorry, did you want to talk about other creatures appearing other than big apes? Oh, oh, I haven't even started yet. Uh, Then, then you get to Kong Skull Island. Now, for reasons that no one can explain, it's set just at the end of the Vietnam War, which is why you get an awful lot of contemporary songs playing as the soundtrack which gives you this feeling while hearing the faint yeah the while hearing the faint <laughs> of helicopter yeah, yeah so which gives you that whole good morning vietnam apocalypse now kind of feel and the idea is that these two guys one of which is played by john goodman playing john goodman um <laughs> <laughs> want to go to this island to find whatever may be there. Undiscovered island. Even though they know it's there, no it's undiscovered. There. <laughs> but it, he knows it's there. And the, the only sales pitch they've got is, we need to go there so the Russians don't. At which point, Mr. Government oh, guy yeah, goes... the Russians, they put a satellite in space yeah. now, and soon they'll be able to go there. Yeah, oh, so we need God. to go there now. And the guy goes, fine, off your trot, no problem. <laughs> By the way, we need your spare military... Really? Oh, well, okay, then off you go. Oh, and then Samuel okay. Jackson appears, and he plays a character best described as Samuel L. Jackson. Um, or, even, or it's like a caricature. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind Samuel of ends Jackson. up being a bit apes on a plane. Uh, <laughs> also, never seen snakes on a plane, but don't. I don't um, Basically, um, you, you know how it would be if there were snakes on a plane? Yeah. Yeah, you've seen the film. Um, <laughs> 
just just say mother f every Apes. now and then this Apes is a family friendly podcast john it's <laughs> um, on an island brilliant so the idea is they basically they're going to go there to find out what might be there even though goodman kind of knows what's been there because he thinks he might have seen it before and then they kind of they fly in and they meet a giant thing and it's an ape except someone calls it a monkey and i shout at the screen it's an ape um pratchett fans will understand what i mean um <laughs> And then it all just gets kind of weird. Now, it kind of works in a way that everything on the island is just a bigger, massive, more mahusive version of a thing you already know. And there's a, quite a vaguely moving scene of a water buffalo who's about the size of three double-decker buses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the, the CGI is absolutely fantastic, and it's beautiful. You know, it's it funny how you great. say moving, because when he says moving, what he means is that the, the, the cinema is quiet enough to hear people shh chewing and and breathing for yeah. a second for a, literally a second yeah and not going rah, 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 shouty, shouty, shouty. yeah that, that's that's moving and then samurai swords in yeah. fucking purple i don't oh. i don't even begin to understand how no i happens. just swore and we need to now rate this show 18 don't we no we don't we don't they, they don't they don't they, they've never checked oh really yeah i i've occasionally Brilliant. occasionally that's the bad word on unsalted popcorn and no one's ever picked up on it oh that's because probably because no one listens to it please send the, the co- complaint letters to khan yeah complain to me it's fine if i get a chance i'll edit it out i won't um <laughs> and then the whole thing is that it's, it's evolution gone mad and it's a big island a big ape and he's the king of the thing and he just looks after everyone and it's all lovely but all the creatures you kind of recognize until the big bad monster turns up and there are flying dinosaurs by the way until the big bad monster turns up and you couldn't pick that thing out of a lineup. Someone just decided to make a big few bony arms, stick a skull on the front and go, boom, monster. And that's all it's completely hilarious. There is a moment, there is a moment, and this isn't a spoiler, where Kong is fighting the big bad monster. And it could, with just a little tweak of his big apey paws, kill it. And surprisingly, he doesn't. And I'm screaming. But then the screaming film would have ended like. I know an hour. it would have been so much better. And I'm sitting there screaming, "You can kill it now!" And he doesn't. Yeah, when it comes back to fight again. So and I luckily just, saw this. And you film. end up tearing your hair out. It's that bad a film. And can I just quickly say before, before, yeah, before, you, before you jump in with your own opinions, because you're allowed them. <laughs> you know when you watch a film, you can tell when the cast are having fun. Say what you like about Ghost in the Shell, Charlotte. Scojo, Scar J, Squeejo, Squidgy, whatever she was calling her this week. Squidgy, she's henceforth shall be known as Squidgy. Squidgy <laughs> clearly was living the role. She played it beautifully. She captured the role. She was the essence of that character. Yeah. You know when you can tell people are kind of phoning it in and they're just kind of saying words. If they were doing that in Kong, it would have been an improvement. To a man, every single one of them looked embarrassed to be there. They weren't sure what their character was. They weren't sure what the hell they were doing there. They weren't even sure of the words they were speaking. What were Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston doing in this? Well, in Brie Larson's case, she was obviously getting some time off from having done Room and just fancy just not caring for a while. It was the same time she filmed Free Fire. Even that performance was better. Totally. Free Fire was superb. But if you think about it, you go from Room, which is quite intense. Free Fire is fairly intense ah you might as well run around in the jungle with an ape for a bit it's just relaxing it's fun Hiddleston if you watch that performance and Ugh. think James Bond is coming up quite clearly do you reckon he's going to get that well he's auditioned for it has he I didn't know yeah that. no watch no, but that, have that's you seen... the audition tape for Bond happening there <laughs> his agent said to him play this role like this then you've got a shoe in for Bond and he went yeah okay 
And that's what he plays. What was he in that Tower film? What was it called? Do you know what I mean? Oh, High Rise. High Rise. I loved High Rise. Absolutely loved High Rise. Yeah. He was astounding. High Rise happened. And then... We uh, ought to watch then, that again at some point and talk about it. What a fantastic film. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I no. love controversy. So anyway, my opinion about Kong is I am so incredibly glad that I got a free ticket for it. And that's really all I've got to say for it. Do you know what? I was that's sitting, possibly the best review you're ever going to get of that I film. Was, I was sitting in the cinema... Right, and and luckily I was I was one beer in, and I kept looking around at the fellow audience, and I was like waiting for someone to like jump out and and and, and yell punked or something yeah. like that. We're like, yeah, that wouldn't surprise. Okay, me. this is a joke, guys. The real film is now coming up because when it goes into the the whatever it is, the the lion lion king style elephant graveyard or whatever it is, and, oh, and, that bit. and oh, then no. it, where's that purple smoke coming from? I have no idea. Or, or, or green got, smoke, green or smoke. Yeah, and then I, he's, I got, he's got a samurai sword suddenly, yeah. and then but he puts the oh. gas mask on, which, yeah. as you know, they're so easy to put on, yeah. And he does it while Just running pulls, with a sword, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he takes it off while still in the smoke, and nothing happens. Well, Bond would, you know, yeah, so exactly. That's, that's but this is that, oh, thank you, that brings me back to the point I was making earlier. You get all the rock songs and stuff, which is all very apocalypse now, but then you get to the sweeping distance. And you didn't notice how the which, soundtrack just changed like that. But to be fair, the sweeping distance. And then distance you get the sweeping orchestration. The only redeeming feature. Oh, they look lovely, no. but the, it's jarring. Shame you, about the you, egg. You, you, you go from Jefferson Airplane and White Rabbit to yeah. sweeping orchestration, and that's where you get the Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. Because that's just sweeping cameras and rolling hills and a little yeah, monkey eating a banana and a dinosaur having a poop. And it's just, I don't understand how that film made it past the script stage. I think it's done quite well financially. I think but it's so still this, I don't know what that's, I don't know I mean, what you're that's lucky. Is. You got to drink. I got to drink and I, I got had a free to watch ticket. it sober and pay for it. And uh, and and I, and I think I don't know what that says about humanity and, and, and their taste in film. Or was it a lack of a better choice at that point in time? In, in no, I cinema? think it's because weirdly I read it read up on this. Peter Jackson's King Kong, bad as it was was a massive, massive hit for 20th Century Fox. Okay. So they clearly decided, well, it worked before, let's do it again. And that can be all... I mean, it's, it's interesting... Oh, they so cause, shouldn't. Because some film critics genuinely enjoyed it, but no one's actually... So, so when I say they enjoyed, enjoyed it, it. Yeah, they, they enjoyed it, and, and what he said is, is he enjoyed it as a popcorn-style film, and I think that's exactly what it is. Maybe I, I should have eaten the, some popcorn. That's the, that's the audience... Maybe I could have put for. my head in the bucket of popcorn... <laughs> That might have improved the film. Or like a sugar rush. Or something. Yeah, Some, anyth- anything. Too. I mean, I never want to sit there watching a film where as the credits roll, wondering about my life choices. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting there thinking, what else could I have done with the last two hours of my life? And that's the uh... thing. It's a 90-minute film, but it feels like three. And you could have... I'll tell you what you could have done. You should have taken a fork out of your top drawer <laughs> and stabbed yourself repeatedly in oh, the that thigh. Would have, that would have been so much more fun. And I think that would have been more fun. Totally. totally. All right, guys. Well, this is bonus features. And what do we call it? Extras. Extras, bonus features. A chance to rant about Kong. Yeah. Oh, we should call it Lobbycast Rant. Lobbycast Rant. Call. 
Anyway, guys, you've been awesome. Get in touch if you want to give us any feedback or if make any suggestions. That would be fantastic. Like, don't watch Cole. That's don't, a good yeah. suggestion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Summarize, watch Handmaiden. Uh, don't yes. be by yourself in a cinema with a friend from work. <laughs> but don't watch Kong. Not no. even on DVD. No, like, just no. There don't. Is, there is no reason to make that bad you know, choice. You know there's this shop in, 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 in Castleman and Norwich that sells, like, DVDs at 50p a pop because they don't have the case and the cover and anything. Yeah. It's not even worth that. No. No, give them 50p and leave with nothing. Give 50p to charity and yeah. and don't ever think about watching Kong. If you would, that would be much better. On that note, we're out. We're out. I'm off to wonder why I did with my life. Take care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>